That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wint. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. You're listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Tom King. I write Batman Bitch. And this is Bat Force Radio. Welcome back to Bat Force Radio, the DC Batman podcast with no limits. Tonight is going to be a, a monster episode because we've got the uh, Bat Force State of the Union address this evening. The state of our Bat Force Union is strong, okay? Very strong. Uh, have a couple of non-disclosure agreements that I have floating around with a couple of performers. But aside from that, we are pretty good to go. So let's uh, go around the roundtable real quick. Uh, from New York, we got... The Grumpler himself, Triple J. Grump, grump, grump. Also from the East Coast in New York, we got the Bat Force Times. <laughs> <laughs> Making our way just uh, a little bit further west, we got Grandpa Batman in Dallas, Texas. Hey guys, how are you doing today? <laughs> uh, crossing the map up to the north, we got Robone D. Cross from uh, Canada. Two scoops, eh? <laughs> and uh, over here with the beating sun of sunny California, uh, it's uh, Bat Force Tom over here. Make yourself sound all sunny and appealing over there i had i i I wish i could wear shorts to work but uh i have to wear slacks but i was sweating in my car man it was like 84 at one point today yeah those those wildfires are really hot (laughs) (laughs) anyways um yeah we have got an insane uh list of things we got to talk about tonight mainly because uh dc comics just put out a press release previewing a little bit of what's going to be going on in the next couple of months and through the summer with their books. And they put out a press release announcing a publication called DC Nation. Uh, by their description, it's a it's kind of like a hype book or a book that they use to kind of uh, advertise. It's almost like a previews, but specific to only DC Comics that's going to be coming out. Um, I believe it'll be 25 cents or free uh digital download it's pretty cool i mean it's just an opportunity for i think people who are maybe not reading comics regularly to to catch up and jump on smart idea but what they're going to do is may 2nd they're coming out with uh issue zero of dc nation which is going to be 32 pages and it's going to touch up on some highlights uh of scott snyder tom king the new recruited talent on Brian Michael Bendis, and uh, it's going to help lead into a couple of the miniseries issues. So just recently announced, Scott Snyder is going to be taking over Justice League, starting out with a Justice League mini called No Justice, and Brian Michael Bendis, who uh, just got siphoned over from Marvel, is going to be taking over Superman and Action Comics, and he's going to start out with a mini uh, with Man of Steel. So um, we got that awesome art by uh, Jorge Jimenez of uh, DC Nation Issue Zero. You guys saw that, right? And uh, it is an awesome... We've put it up on our Instagram, but um, front and center, you got the Joker. 
and he's holding up what looks like the invitation to Batman and Catwoman's wedding, and he's ripping that bitch in half. That's like the pretty much front and center of the of the cover. And then to the right, it looks like Superman reacting to what it looks like in the distance, uh, Krypton blowing up. So I'm not really sure if that's kind of like what's been going on in the current uh, run of action comics, but Dan Jurgens has been kind of playing with that notion. And then uh, on the left, we got Martian Manhunter back in the DC Universe. Uh, some of you guys know if you read Metal, he's uh, in that latest issue, spoilers, and it quickly explains where he's been. Uh, there's also Aquaman, a couple other members of the Justice League, and it looks like a fist is coming and smacking down into the floor and kind of destroying the Earth as they are jumping away from it. Uh, and as I'm looking at it right now, and also, we also posted the images of the Justice League mini that uh, Francis Manipal did. There's four different covers for the four teams for the Justice League. And I remember saying the constellations and the stars look like a face. And now that I look at this artwork, I have a theory as to who might be coming to fuck with the Justice League. Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm already here. Uh, (laughs) Thanos, yeah. Thanos is going to make a cross. uh, Marvel's wanting to cross over with everyone. So now they're going from (laughs) just each other's movies into DC. So, yeah, Thanos is coming. But uh, I I don't know, man. You tell me. It looks like fucking... uh, this looks like Doomsday's hand. That looks like mm. Doomsday's hand slash claw breaking into uh, the Earth. And in some of the constellations of uh, the stars in the other artwork, it also looks like Doomsday in his like face. I'm not so- yeah, Doomsday's face. Yeah, I'm making that prediction right now. But uh, anyways, like I said, big news that we kind of haven't talked about as a group is that uh, Justice League No Justice, um, Scott Snyder is going to be taking over that book, starting out with uh, work working with James, James Tynion, Joshua Williamson, with art by Francis Manipal. What do you guys think about all that? Well, we knew that for I a love long we... time. <laughs> well, yeah, I, we, we, I, I love that we can finally talk about it. That's my favorite thing. Yeah, we yeah. knew about this for a long time. Well, we knew he was going to do Justice League, but I don't think we... I mean, we didn't get the, the specifics as far as, like, uh, story. I don't think he was able to tell us that stuff. All right, well, first, you um, know, it's and, really the, and there was a, a very different plan for the art. Oh, that's right. It's, it's a smart move because... All right, here's the thing. Out of all the the DC titles, for some reason, Justice League always had a difficult time selling. Maybe team books aren't aren't as popular, or I don't know what it was. It was a difficult one to move numbers with. But Snyder gets books in people's hands. He sells books. So I think it's a smart move with Snyder and DC to get him on a Justice League book because... The Batman stuff doesn't need any help. Uh, Flash doesn't need any help because Josh Williamson's killing it. You know, all these other titles are doing really good. So that, that that's a good move on on Snyder and editorial's part. Uh, well, I think when they, when they started Rebirth, they didn't put Justice League the Justice League title front and center. They kind of had uh, the Brian Hitch Justice League carry over from the Fifty Two. Uh, a rebirth Justice League that wasn't, you know, front and center, like I said earlier. So mm. they're going to put yeah, this one, you know, definitely in the for- forefront. Yeah, and, and there definitely a... wasn't anything uh, anything happening in the Justice League title since Rebirth no. that were key to the universe, you know. Nothing, not. No big events happening there. But uh, I think after the success of Metal, they're going to let Scott do whatever he wants. So they, this is a weekly, this Justice League? The uh, It's going to start out as a four-issue weekly. Yeah. So it's going to be four it's going to be four weeks as a mini. Yeah, it'll be, those- so it'll be uh, through May. It'll be each week there will be one issue of Justice League, one of JLA, one of Teen Titans, and Titans. And then he'll take over main title of Justice League, and then mm-hmm. he'll go through there. But uh, yeah, and, and uh, Metal is, like uh, we were saying, uh, ginormous and uh, a huge hit that I don't think... Uh, 
Dan Jurgens or Jim Lee expected. But, you know, it just kind of came out by surprise. We didn't even see it coming, you know. Scott puts down this crazy idea and everyone wants to buy the book. It's like, okay, you know. I love when you segue into a Dan Didio impression. <laughs> Pretty easy. Oh, he, he's, he's, he's always like, kind of surprised at how good uh, Scott Slide is. You think he'd learn by that, but he doesn't. I, actually, that's just Dan stepping in and out of Bat Force headquarters. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... Uh, yeah, so that's huge news. That's going to be part of DC, the DC Nation, you know, whatever announcement book, whatever you want to call it. Uh, on top of that, we've known for a bit that obviously Brian Michael Bendis was coming over from Marvel, and there was a bunch of speculation as to what he would be doing. And it was revealed a few weeks ago that he's going to be working on Superman. And then today it was clarified that he's also going to have a Man of Steel mini that uh, Jason Fabic is going to be working on. And then after that, uh, ends he's going to then take over superman and action comics um which as much as we are interested to see what he does with those two titles uh i personally have been reading superman and action comics since the beginning of rebirth and i think they're fucking amazing so i'm a little bummed to see uh those teams stop working on those books just because both books have been so great um but i am excited to see what brian michael bendis brings to uh the table and uh, hopefully, you know, they get him up to speed with everything that's been going on because um, the storylines in action as far as kind of being like old school 90s Superman, but still being badass and bringing in other characters. And Booster Gold was just on like a five issue run. Superman was really tied to Super Sons and uh, his relationship to Lois and John. Badass. So, yeah, it's uh, I'm like, all right, OK, well, let's see where he goes with this. But uh you put Jason Fabic on anything, I think everyone's going to read it. I would agree. I don't, you know, it's kind of hard not to pick up something that he draws. And in um, addition to uh, to seeing, to wanting to see what Bendis does with those books, it'll be interesting to see what Tomasi and Gleason and those other guys that he's uh, that he's replacing what what they go off and do next. They're fired, all of them. <laughs> give me your, give me your office key. Turn in your pencils and paper. Right. Looks like uh, Bendis' first work for DC is going to be in Action Comics number one thousand. That's a no. that's a big book. I was reading the details on that. It's uh, a prestige format, eighty pager, no ads, and Whoa. just nuts. It's a hardcover and, version, right? As well as uh, probably, yeah, they'll probably actually, put it out in a hardcover. So he Bendis is going to be on it. Snyder's going to be on it. Tom King's going to be on it. Yeah, and I wonder if there's something else that Bendis hasn't revealed yet. He's working on because he did tweet that uh, other thing the other day where he had been uh, sorting out what he's working on, and he included the picture of Michael Keaton from the 89 Batman movie. Oh, that's right. that's right. So I wonder if he doesn't have something uh, Batman still up his sleeve. And really, if, if you're a guy who's been over at Marvel for that long, and you've been spending years watching the guys over at DC do their own thing with characters, and you've got ideas in your head for, well, oh, I, I would do this with him, I would do that with that guy. So he comes over, he gets to do Superman, but you really think he's not itching to do something with Batman, too? Well, the way that Snyder described it and the way Tom King described it in uh, a tweet that he mentioned, um, Bendis is like having his hand in a lot of the big picture stuff and helping to develop the stories that other people are working on. So it sounds like uh, they just had some... Um, Writers, uh, writer summit, I think, and uh, Tom King was talking about how he got to work with Bendis and how Bendis was offering him insight and being super helpful and you know being like a team player and that kind of thing. So they, yeah, and Bendis has his own office. He tweeted that too. So not everyone at DC had, Snyder doesn't even have his own office. I don't think because he's always traveling. Uh, 
but he, he does now. They they recently gave him one. Scott. As I remember him, yeah, he posted a picture of his name card on a doorway saying that he had never had his own office before. I mean, they did get rid of somebody recently, so they probably opened up some space, but... Um, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited and, uh, to see all this. I think there was also something said about Bendis sort of overseeing an imprint. His own imprint. As well, yeah. Jinx World. Yeah. He's bringing oh. that over from Marvel, and DC is going to uh, publish all the old stuff and the new stuff as well. <clears throat> Badass. But they, they must have given him such a monster deal. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's crazy. And he's restarting Superman number one. Uh, that's right. That's going to well. be a number one. I think that's in the yeah. summer. I, I wish the they did renumber it. Though. Wait, they're rebooting yeah, Superman too. again? Yeah. Yeah. Superman, uh, not action comics. Yeah, uh, you know what? It's as long as Action and Detective got their numbers, uh, I, don't, I don't think I yeah. give a fuck anymore about the other title. You know? They're putting they're putting yeah. Scott on Superman. Scott who? Snyder? Uh, no, the Trunkler. Uh, Trunkler. Scott Copenhaver. Yeah, they're putting him no. on Superman. Uh, <laughs> where is the Trunkler? Trunkler was here on Saturday during the recording that didn't work. Thursday is the day that he's not here, and we get to say where the fuck is the Trunkler. Trunk's, <laughs> Trunk's petitioning for them to bring Mike and Molly back on. Uh, televisions <laughs> we mentioned it we mentioned it a couple episodes ago but uh jeff johns just announced that the trunkler is going to a bi month they get him twice a month okay. or once once every other month but uh uh other news let me see here we got so we talked about uh justly oh also uh from what it sounds like is um after scott takes over justice league there's going to be multiple justice league titles not just his run but it's going to lead to other Justice League titles under that story or whatever you want to say. So they might be redoing JLA. They might be doing some JSA. Some good stuff either way. I think they should bring back some JSA, man. I fucking love JSA. So the action comics uh, with the Brian Michael Bendis sounds good, eh? Hey. Well, you, guys, you, guys, you guys like Bendis? I have, yeah. I, I, I yeah. was reading some of the... Uh, I think some of the Bendis stuff that I most recently read was... Uh, what is it? Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man with that, Miles Morales. That's Morales. Yeah, my, he he created Miles Morales. Is that? I believe yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, I think Grumps, you were saying this. I think this is good. This is a good. Uh, this is like lubing him up before he kind of takes his turn with Batman. Because Grumps, you were saying you're not sure if you want to see him on Batman quite yet. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, but his Daredevil <laughs> was good, <laughs> and his Ultimate Spider-Man. You know. A change of scenery may reinvigorate a guy like him. So yeah, yeah who's, who's so saying he's gonna do Batman around. though? Cause, uh, well, he's hinting. Uh, well, yeah, but I yeah. mean, not the main. I don't think he's gonna do like main title, but he's hinting at something. Yeah, like that, yo, no, nobody's gonna take Tom King's throne right now, man. Cause uh, he's fucking on fire. Between like Bermejo stuff coming out, you know, like we said, Kelly Jones, uh, Sean Murphy, Tyne. There's so many. Big Willie, yeah, Robbie knows so many Big Willies driving the Batmobiles right now that I don't think Bendis is going to get on it for a while anyway. I think they're going to have him on Superman for a while. Side note, did you guys talk about Tony Daniel uh, hopping on Batman? No, we haven't. When does that When does that start? 50? Yeah, around there, I think. Yeah. Issue 50. I, I was more excited for that after seeing the first work that he's done for it. Because it, it looks like now he's excited about doing it again. Yeah. And I think uh, we'll see him putting out his best work now. He is capable. when he's So there. he's going to be like the only full-time artist on the, on the book. From what they say so far, but but it's they still, haven't mentioned. We're still going, still getting two a month, right? For the yeah. Batman books, and that they have no plans to change that, right? They didn't say that that we wouldn't be. So you know why? I don't make, know, man. They're making too much 
money. Why would we change or make it so much money off this book? I mean, if we go to the once a month, we're just going to raise it by two dollars. I mean, it's just killer. Everyone's going to buy it. I I I have heard rumblings of it going to monthly again, but I haven't seen anything on the schedule yet. I think they would be more inclined to do so if they saw sinking sales, but they they just. They, you know, they keep shoveling that money home, you know, like you got Jim Lee in the money bin right now, like fucking Scrooge McDuck, man. You know, I, th- I think what it is, is right now what's uh, interesting about it's coming out twice a week or twice a month. And, uh, you know, so normally you're getting, I guess, technically double a double sales on a book. However, I'm going to go ahead and say you're getting quadruple because Backcat is buying two copies, one of which if they love, they keep and bag and board. If they hate it, they burn the second copy. And then Wonder Bat, same thing. If they hate it or love it, they save one, burn one. <laughs> so, you know, it's win-win, really, with these uh, alt-right uh, Wonder Bat, Bad Cat fans out there. <laughs> Tony Tony comes back in issue 45. Oh, oh man. Way sooner than so. I thought. He's good, man. I tell you, like, when he's when he, like, puts the work in, just like the Deathstroke yeah. stuff, he uh, he can he can do good. So, um, you know, that's kind of cool. It's going to play out like a David Finch kind of thing that he'll be on for a while and then... Uh, It'll go down, and you know, so many well, you people don't... at DC. And I miss Dave being on Batman, though. He was doing really good work. Yeah, same. I was just he's... reading that the other day. He's so doing good. a run of Flash variants coming up. Yeah, Dave. Well, oh, I, cool. I still gotta get that Superman Cyborg variant covered. It's like, yeah, that one's badass. For the, it's was that for metal or what was that for? I think it was yeah. Italian, wasn't it? It might have been it one of the main metal issues. Yeah, I think it was. Did he ever explain why he hopped off that book? Uh. I have feelings about it. I this is completely unofficial, but I feel like Tom King's relationship with Mitch Garrods from other stuff they had worked on together before, like Sheriff of Babylon. I feel like maybe Tom wanted to bring Mitch in to the Batman uh, crew, and yeah, that yeah. maybe left hmm. not enough space. Tough. Yeah, too but many. But then too things many ended up shaking up again after, and you know now we've had this ridiculously good cycle of artists coming in and out claim and doing issues Lee weeks doing Lee issues weeks is the man. yeah oh man he's killing and joel jones uh I, who was the guy that did uh oh, v- victor what, 38 was it when they're gonna bring in victor <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, <laughs> Uh, that's uh, that's that a rumor. Is aged like uh, a fine wine, hey, and not hey, everyone listening hey, will understand hey, that. Hey, get get Dan back in the room. Dan, do you think you could afford Victor Gig? Would he meet the deadline? Oh, you kidding me? You know what that guy charges? You know, we we pay him, and he he promises pages at the pages. We never see nothing. Uh, this guy's hard to get work out of, man. <laughs> you know, it's easier to get work out of Jason Fabric when he's on a family vacation than it is for Victor Gig. Oh. <laughs> we got a, We got a saying around here where you, you pay him and you pay him. He doesn't send any any. any pages we call it getting victor gigged <laughs> <laughs> something interesting that i saw is that uh when tony daniel uh and fabric were talking about um their respected uh changes and working on superman and batman something that tony daniel mentioned is that um comic artists do not get paid any different for a solo book versus a team book that's fucking crazy yeah they just get paid by the pay, page whatever by the whatever their page rate is if you have been reading any team books recently specifically i would say like metal is crazy because capullo is not just doing like characters he's doing like crazy like nightmarish landscapes and all these just insane things and he's talking about how one day he worked for 12 hours and he wasn't happy with what he was doing so he fucking threw it away and started all over again horrible but 
to think that um, they work all day and all night and get paid the same amount for if they're just drawing like two characters versus like four or five, that's nutty, man. And also makes me feel bad that like, man, it makes me want to go back and reread the comics more just to kind of get the appreciation out of it, uh, knowing that they've spent so much time on it, you know. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, all I really care about is slapping the, is, uh, the image on a meme. <laughs> it's really where I get the gratification. Yeah, and you have to think about the number of hours that they have to put in and that they're on a deadline, too. So there's that balance of having their their own standard for what's good enough for them to put their name on and having to get it done in the time that they have before it has to be submitted. Well, uh, uh, just balance. them, but also the inker. And the inker, is probably got, they've got pressure and they've got di- deadlines too. And, you know, when you've got a highly detailed artist, or, you know, it depends because, you know, the artist could be very loose and then leave it up to the inker to provide even additional details i mean that's that's not easy if you've ever tried to do some of your you know inking on your own art that is a definite science much respect to those guys yeah that's what uh, that's what uh, fabric does he basically does he's described it as doing the the pencil and inking in sort of one and a half steps right it's not entirely two steps like well it's easier when you're doing it digitally but he doesn't do a He's been doing a lot more stuff, uh, pencils, it's crazy. Which, uh, which is cool. Yeah, it, it's. I would think that the inker probably has, the, I don't know the, the patterns, but I would think the inker sometimes has the hardest job because he's got to wait until the uh, artist sends it to him. And then, like you said, he's got his back against the wall for his whatever his deadline is. So if it's a very undetailed artist and he's got to go and bring everything to, you know, to life, it's going to be crazy. And but, um, you, you have to think there are times where they'll ink something and then find out that no, that 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 isn't how that was supposed to be. Like oh they're, God. you know, interpreting some of the pencil lines and things that are there. But you know, what if it turns out to not be? No, that that wasn't how that was supposed to be. Well, these days, and also these days, most of the times they'll scan it over to the yeah. to the inker. But there are still some guys that traditionally ink on the original pencils and heaven forbid those get damaged in the mail and you know i forget who it was i think it may have been glapion or somebody you know they were having a real issue with their mail delivery service and the pages kept getting fucked up that's fucking ugh. Uh, do you guys remember when uh when we were talking to dave finch and he was talking about in his early days at marvel where he had been missing deadlines for you know a lot of the issues he was doing and he was sort of on his on his last ride with them. They said, you know, okay, we're going to give you this job. And if, if you don't come through, meet meet your deadlines, then we're going to let you go. Damn. I, I think it was an Avengers book. And so he, he told us how he had, you know, really pushed himself and, you know, got everything done, you know, made it through in to, to get the deadline. And when he was finished up and he was just, going over all the pages again, making sure everything was just right before he sent it off. He knocked over his coffee, spilt it across the pages. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he could either redo all of the pages in that day or <laughs> send off those uh, all those pages with a fine sepia tone on them. What did he do? He sent off the sepia. Oh I would, too. God. I would just pour coffee over the rest of the page. And <laughs> yeah. <he'd> like... <laughs> yeah. That's I made so an artistic choice. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, this is supposed to be a watercolor. That, that was him just sharing Tim Hortons with with the rest of the world. 
<laughs> oh yeah. god, I could not imagine the horror that ran through his fucking brain. <laughs> like the like you you've had that happen where something goes horribly wrong and you just feel that shit run up your spine and eat your fucking yeah. brain. Oh my god. <laughs> you just been seeing the news right now. Stanley uh, was rushed to the hospital today. Um, shortness oh, of no. breath and illness. But uh, Hollywood Reporter just reported that uh, he's doing well after checking okay. into the hospital. He's been hospitalized, but doing fine, a rep said. So, uh, Okay. Well, yeah, good thing he's back in the hospital surrounded by a bunch nurses. of nurses. He's probably grabbing, <laughs> fix him right up. He just needed needed that fix, needed to grab some ass, you know? Fucking Stanley. <laughs> Perverted uh, old bastard. Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was talking about that with some friends who are nurses. You know, about, oh, man, did you hear that news about Stan Lee? It's so disheartening, you know. He's supposed to be such a sweet guy, and he's got all these uh, nurse, this one specific nursing company coming after him because apparently he's been sexually harassing, blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, dude, do you realize how often that happens with old people who have, like, nurses? They get fucking, that just, that happens. Like, it's, it's sadly more common than you might think because elderly people just start getting dementia and they just start grabbing asses, man. It's like, so it's just kind of sad, but, um... Me too. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I okay. blame it on. When you You're get age. your ass grabbed. I know. I gotta stop hanging out with the old people. But, um, uh, speaking of artists, uh, man, that cover for the, uh, DC nation by that Georgie Jimenez, Jorge Jimenez is pretty sweet. Um, we didn't talk about front and center. Bad cat being ruined by the Joker. And I, I am loving, loving everyone on Twitter going nuts over it. Again. <laughs> Just Dude, meltdowns did, did, and tantrums. This, this bad cat relationship has made oh. pe- pe- people insane, man. They're fucking it's nuts. beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Good or bad, it has brought so many people to read this these these books. It's uh, it's it's the best thing that uh, could have happened to DC, I think. And Tom King is is awesome for it. I hope and I hope they get married, and then something happens, and they have to like go separate ways or whatever. But they're still technically they're still married, like they're secretly married. And you know, <laughs> well, I mean, I think they, they don't get annulment. Did you not read Annual Number One? Ooh, it was so long ago. What, what happened there? Well, well, actually, it was an- Annual Number Two. Yeah yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, date nights and last rites. You know, she yep. she yes. says in there, I'm, "I was your father's wife, or am your father's wife." You know, there she you says, go. "I was," mm. and he's well, still alive. That's, an, so that's goes, another Earth, but same thing. Is, is it? Yeah. Is it another Earth? I hope. Well, maybe not. That'd be kind of cool if we had Helena Wayne. You know, and uh, running. Yeah, be, Helena Wayne As, would be uh, an insanely popular character. Can you imagine yep, Helena people, Wayne? And then she I, decapitates. I, I heard a lot. Oh, it'd be <laughs> I heard a lot of people assuming that that was another Earth, but it nothing. They never said it was yeah. to say that it was. Well, you had the whole Bat family. Wait, does that mean no? Because Barbara was an Oracle; she was Barbara. Because they had the whole Bat family in the in the bed. They fixed, yeah, she's fixed there. So Jason. Saw, oh, even Carrie Kelly was in there though. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. Emerging there's a Graham Slywar. <laughs> but wait, but but wait, but where's my but Terry? See, this McGinnis? wasn't Fat Selena, so yeah. And where's Terry McGinnis as well? If we're gonna if we're gonna just put everything together in one pot, you know, Terry mix the Terry pot. had to get a second job driving for Uber. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> Terry went back to the cartoons. That's where he's from. <laughs> send it back where he came from. So it's send Harley back too. Then if that's the case, yeah, send them both. Grumps, <laughs> like or Gramps. Okay, fine by me. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm here for the boss, nobody else. <laughs> for the boss. To hell, to hell with the rest of them. What even dick? How do you guys feel about how do you guys feel about uh this Batcat thing? Like where do, where do you stand with uh Batman getting married? Who fucking cares? Yeah, I don't give a shite, man. I just love I just love how many other people are going nuts over it. I love seeing that that's, shit. That's I'm too no we'll take two no's on that. <laughs> well uh we'll, I d- we'll take it. I, as long as I get my my good Batman Catwoman stories, I, I don't really give a shit what happens, you know. Yeah, it's been making for great stories. So. Yeah, some amazing stories. The thing is, once Batman gets married, they're gonna want him even more. So that's gonna bring like Poison Ivy out of the woodwork. Maybe Ooh. Talia might come out again. Poison Ivy's uh, a great villain for all our listeners. Poison Jez- Ivy, the Jet. villain. Vicky <laughs> Van. Ooh, but you better watch out saying that on the air. People come after you. <laughs> Ivy's coming up. Ivy's coming up in uh, the next couple issues. Villainous Ivy. Ivy. She takes names, man, when she wants Wait, to. we got to keep going around to see who else is, is for or against the marriage. I'm against it. Yeah? Why? I, I just, like, in my little world, like, Batman is not a happy guy, and he just uh. can't function in that. Like, he's going to try this out, and it just, he can't do it. You'll turn into Al Bundy. I'm just a womanizing Bruce Wayne, I guess. That, uh, yeah, that's that a facade, that though. That's a facade. I don't know. I, I can't he's to never go through happy. what that guy went through. That at, he's, at his age, to go, with, go through what he went through. I can't imagine. Like, how, how do you how do you get back to being happy? Like, didn't he witness what, something like that? Didn't he try? Uh, we were we were talking about eventually getting to Morrison, but when he's trying to hook up with Jezebel Jet, doesn't he like sincerely try to want to be with her? He, in the beginning, he makes an attempt. Uh, and then she fucks know. him over, right? Well, well he, later on, we, we, we find out that he knew all along. That's uh, you know, part yeah. of the whole... He's, he knew from he's, the beginning. He's having he, yeah, he, going he along says for the something, He says something about that was one of his first clues that this was a trap, was how hard she made him fall for her. Oh, Bruce. He, um, oh, Bruce. he had a pretty steamy relationship with Silver. Silver St. Cloud. Yeah, St. Cloud. Gramps, that was, that was what do you really say? Intense. Yeah, your name. Well, if, 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 we're ta- if we're talking about the girls that we can't, it's to your detriment to uh, forget about Chase Meridian. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, she knows him too well, though. Also, so, um, what about Madison? Well, Vicky, Vicky Vale knows where the freaking Batcave is, thanks to That's Alfred. true. What was yeah. the girl in uh, when he had dementia or lost his memory? Oh. That was post uh, What was that? Yeah, it was like his first girlfriend. The red Madison, Madison, yeah, Madison, Madison. Yeah, Julie Madison. Julie Madison. She goes back to the golden age with Bill Finger. Yeah. That's where Snyder yeah, so. She had a hips, She had those hipster tattoos, remember? Yeah, I thought she had like an <laughs> ivy thing going on. I was like, hmm. I know. Okay. That's why I thought for a while that she was like, uh, yeah. I don't know what was going on there. But it's yeah. kind of sexy. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, Bruce has had a <clears> lot of relationships. <throat> and, you know, Talia, that's another one. He's a bad boy. Yeah. Gramps, what do you think about the marriage? Well, okay, I'm going to flip the script here. Because Let me flip the script with my big fat. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. With, you know, Bruce being such a, you know, tortured soul and stuff like that, I could totally see him not, I'm not saying settling down, but I could see where if the right lady came along, helped take care of him and, and nurtured him and things like that. You know, I could see him falling for her, but I don't. I, I don't see Selena as being the type that would want to settle down. Well, what happened with um? Uh, what was it? Was it the prequel, Dark Knight prequel, or something? Uh, when they were together and she got bored because he settled down, or I forgot what story that was. But uh, yeah, I just don't see her as being you know that type. You know, yeah. to to want to be tied to one, not just one person, but uh, oh, you know, homebody. 
a housewife type. She's she's an adventurous person, and she's got her ambitions. And also, you know, she's uh, she's kind of addicted to the game a little bit. But you know, like you said in that that, that book, she said eventually she outgrew the suit. I just don't see her as being the one that would want to settle down. Well, you know, the, the <laughs> thing is, they don't need to be married. Their dynamic, as it is, is, is Perfect. great. It, it's it's classic. It's almost eighty it's, years of comic book history. That's what it it's is. It's like a know? Kurt Russell Goldie Hawn. Like, why why broke it if it's not fixed? You know? It's like Brad and Angelina before the kids. You know what I mean? Ooh, ouch! <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> so you're saying yeah. he's going to get drunk on a plane and slap his kid? <laughs> Shut. probably yeah exactly but like all right but my question is to you guys is uh batman and catwoman do you feel that's the best relationship for batman the best woman for batman do you have a do you have someone else that you'd rather see batman with or do you you feel like a lot of people wear catwoman i don't don't think i don't think it's the best relationship for him she's too poor (laughs) (laughs) she's gonna drive she doesn't even get a dowry for her yeah She's gonna drive him down to the next tax bracket. Tax bracket below him. So she's he's not gonna get Melania. His... Yeah, I don't know. He's not. You're not gonna get those taxes, ta- tax cuts. We promise you, Bruce. Sorry <laughs> about that. I, I just. I think I'm kind of like with you. Like I don't see. I like my Batman untied, untethered, and I'm also kind of selfish in this fucked up way. Like I don't want him to be a little bit happier than he is because uh, yeah. when he starts to be yeah, happy. Yeah. Yeah, He's not, not as right. brutal. Actually, and... I'm glad you mentioned that because I forgot what animated series it was from. Some Justice League animated series where, all right, so it's Batman and Superman. They got to interrogate someone, right? And yeah. um, so Superman's like, all right, let me play bad cop this time. And Batman's like, hey, what? Are you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah. So when they're interrogating the guy, Superman's trying to be tough, like, you know, ruffle him up and tell him. And the guy just is not intimidated and then batman starts being all smiley and friendly and the guy's like dude what the fuck's wrong with you all right all right i'll tell you everything <laughs> so, so like seeing batman happy and, and normal like that is, is disturbing it just doesn't make any sense you know so like what you yeah, saying with uh being happy in marriage yeah just it's not for, it's not for me um, no you want to be able to go to a golf course you know and, and uh, talk to a nice performer and have her sign a nice non-disclosure agreement, so that way it's not a big deal when it gets blown up in the media. I, I'm interested <laughs> to see see the relationship attempted. I think she is. I don't think there's any danger of either of them being completely happy with anything they could possibly find. Uh, I think she's the best for him because she's the only girl that he could end up with that isn't at any point going to be saying, "You you should give this up now. You know it's time. You know you're 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 an old man now. Stop mm. stop doing this." She's she's the one that would be the opposite. Like, hey, yeah. Gotham's going to shit. You haven't been doing your job. You know what I want, and it just dawned on me. I want Tom King to do a Catwoman monthly. How did I think about Ooh. it? He would. That would be amazing. We got to start getting them tweets out, boy. Because <laughs> 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 he he could handle that character so well. He well when we had him on a couple of times, he mentioned that he has a really a big soft spot for Celine. He loves Catwoman. He knew he knew all of Catwoman's Golden Age history too, and. Uh, Oh man, I mean the way he's handling her now. I mean, a, a monthly with him doing that would be amazing. You know, it might be five words, but you know, still be some good <laughs> shit. You know, <laughs> I think there's a there's a sameness to them. She's not gonna contrast uh, Batman and Bruce Wayne. She's yeah. not gonna. She's gonna go kind of gonna go along with the program, not tell a guy like Bruce what he needs to hear. Yeah, 
And that's, uh, I don't know. No one's ever been closer that's... to Bruce or Batman than Selena as well. I mean, that's just... That is true. So... Tom King has already had her telling him, like, we saw in, uh, in Annual 2, she was telling him that he had to be better because he was going to get killed. Mm. For our listeners out, for our she, listeners she out was, there as She was well. breaking in and stealing stuff from him and doing this and making him chase her mm. to... To show him that he had to be better. For any listeners out there who might have conflicting thoughts, Lena also is of de- Italian descent. Jeff Loeb, <laughs> Falcone, oh, de- descendant gosh. of the Falcone family. You're gonna make people mad. I just want everyone to know because <laughs> some say she's Latina. Doesn't well, that's, matter. That's more recent. In the New Fifty Two hey. universe, in the New Fifty Two universe, which everyone wanted to crumble up and throw in the. So, yeah. uh, well, Doctor Manhattan took it. In- and he got rid of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, speaking of which, uh, Robin, should we read this email again? Yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah. So uh, on this topic, we had a, uh, a fan actually email the Bat Force. Fan of Batman and Catwoman. This is just an outlet for her to get it out to other people. And she didn't give a fuck what we're doing with it. But Kylie from, uh, from well, Robin, you said that her Instagram handle was uh, yeah, the, the dot. The dot Catwoman with a K. She uh, wrote to us saying, from a Catwoman fan. Everyone is so upset about Batman 39, calling Wonder Woman a slut, a homewrecker, etc., etc. Other people have gone off on DC, saying that DC is using Wonder Woman to fulfill whatever storyline is needed to make money and crushing her feminist message while doing it. Other people think this is a great storyline, having art imitate life, and infidelity is a cold fact of life. Even the superhero, even a superhero is susceptible to some of these life truths. Well, here are my two cents. In Canada, we don't have pennies anymore, so I guess this is my nickel. I really don't care. I'm not a huge Batcat fan. I don't think they belong together or complete each other. I think Bruce will always be too guarded and too emotionally unavailable and avoidant, no matter what lady he's in love with. And I think Selena slash Catwoman is just going to settle is not just going to settle down and change her ways. Bruce may come really close and understand a lot of her life, but they will always just not quite fit. Selena will always come from the other side of the tracks on so many levels, and Bruce will never see eye to eye with her on that level. Ever. Not to mention, she really isn't head over heels, totally ecstatic about the whole wedding thing. She is vague in the Super Friends issues when Girl Talking with Lois, saying, quote, he catches me when I fall. And in issue 39, when speaking of the gentle man, she states she, quote, hopes he's a good man. She will always be the anti-hero looking out for herself and doing what she wants, when she wants, how she wants, and realistically, that can't fit with Bruce and his life plan. As Catwoman said best in Batman Returns, Bruce, I would... I would love to live with you in your castle forever, just like in a fairy tale. I just can't live with myself. So don't pretend this is a happy ending. So very well written uh, email by Kylie, a level-headed uh, Batman Catwoman well, fan. Dilly dilly. Oh, <laughs> dilly dilly. Yeah, so, uh, well, first of all, thank you, Kylie, for the email. Thanks for sh- uh, shooting us an email and a uh, great email. And to our listeners, yeah, definitely connect with us that way because we love this kind of stuff. Yeah. Valid points. Absolutely. Um, right. What I'll just add to that is even I I do agree with her, but the 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 point of those the reality from all those points she made is the reason why I like to see them happy together. Sometimes even if it's just for a moment, you know, like in these short stories, <clears throat> that's why it's so enjoyable to see them together happy because the reality is that you know they do come from two different worlds, they have agendas, and it's as much as they might even care for or love each other, the dynamic in reality is you know it's it's just there's always going to be a conflict, and in the end, it's, that's life, love and war, right? So um, great mm-hmm. email, yeah, great points, definitely great points. Uh, Very interesting. Uh, on top of uh, real quick uh, before I forget uh, having to do with interactions with people on uh, online and also emailing in the Metal Blade Records 
has sent us a sweet prize pack to do a giveaway in correlation with DC Metal. So now that there is only uh, one issue of DC Metal left, and then uh, Batman the Wild Hunt is going to be coming out. Uh, when the Wild Hunt comes out on that day, we're also going to announce uh, the easiest way to do this is basically when you listen to the podcast, if you want a prize pack from the Metal Blade Records, all you got to do is email us your t-shirt size and uh, a list of your favorite metal bands, and that's it. You're automatically entered. But uh, yeah, uh, Metal Blade Records, 35 years old, uh, one of the first metal you know, um, record labels out there. They're going to hook it up and uh, send one of the listeners a prize pack. So pretty sweet. Music, merch, the whole nine. Good deal. Mm. Uh, Kelly Jones has been teasing some work on an upcoming project that is Batman related. And uh, he actually put up on Facebook an entire page that he had just finished. And uh, once you look at the top left corner, the title is called Man of Fear. So it looks like he's going to be working on a um, probably Wasn't it, was least... it Was it Master of Fear? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think it was. I might have messed up right there. I'm not gonna lie to you. Hey, <laughs> hey uh, Dan, call call Dan real quick. Dan, what was the the cover? Oh, oh <laughs> this guy's messing up again. It's called Master of Fear. Okay, we got Kelly on a book. All right, we asked him to do a couple pages for us. You know, at first we want to see if he's still rusty or not. He probably, I mean, you should see this work again. He's amazing. Okay, so depending upon how it goes, we're gonna start out as a mini. Uh, depending upon if it sells or not, we're gonna make it the longer issue. Maybe all going. You know, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Man. But uh, yeah. The first page that uh, that he, the first full page, he's shown like little pieces here and there, but it's a uh, Batman in an alley throwing some batarangs and some at three dudes taking them out. So it looks pretty awesome and pretty classic horror style. Uh, Kelly Jones, pretty pumped for that man. And we were talking about how I'm hoping that they kind of let him do what uh, Murphy just did, where they're like, all right, you have an idea for a Batman story. Well, you know, here's like six to eight issues, and you can do whatever you want and you can make it whatever universe you want. You can add whatever characters you want. Just show us what you got. Ah, uh, man, they, um, they need to get Snyder to do a script for, for Jones. That'd be a match made in heaven. Those two, like with with Snyder's horror background and Kelly's horror aesthetic, that would be like. Ugh. I mean, horror as uh, Grant Gramps likes to. Oh, not horror. whores. <laughs> not not a bunch of whores. Good to see. KJ, yeah, they haven't man. they haven't announced they haven't announced like who the writer is mm-hmm. if it's not him. But it looks pretty sick. Yeah. And then uh, after that, uh, we haven't talked about uh, is Cult of the Batman returning? No, uh, that's fake news. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on. Next call. <laughs> but uh, yeah, some rumblings, uh, and I have seen some chalk outlines uh, in the streets of Gotham that oh, yeah. uh, perhaps. Uh, there's a storm coming, and uh, you know I gotta batten down the hatches. But uh, a cult of the Batman may be arriving at some point uh, so, in February. So you know about him. <laughs> of course. Of course. I'm still a blue. <laughs> <laughs> you think Colt's gonna get that uh, thirty dollar Val Kilmer Batman figure? Uh, what did he say, Grumps? I think he's interested in that. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm whoa, interested whoa, whoa, whoa. too. You guys are talking as if he exists. <laughs> Dude, he's still real to me. Damn it. Yeah, but you know what? It's like, oh, you're not gonna get it because it's five extra bucks. I mean, you waited how long for a Val Kilmer fucking Batman figure? It's true. You know, how- it, it, the the reason why it's I think so expensive is because of the packaging it comes in. Oh, is that the magnetic? It package? comes with a stand. It's like yeah. a commemorative stand. That's yeah, kind of cool. I mean, it's a love letter he, to the to the movie. You know, like, he he uh, he looks great in the package, and the package looks cool. So if you buy it just for like the collectible aspect of it, and just kind of put it on your shelf like that, I guess. But this is not a figure that I I think uh, 
we'll be seeing a lot of like toy photographers get a lot of views out of um, just because yeah. it's I, I'm kind of disappointed in the quality of uh, yeah. of the of the likeness and it just yeah I, I, I yeah. think they could have I don't know when you see like the uh, the ones that NECA did of like the Keaton and the Adam West and um, the you know the Joker the Heath Ledger Joker that's awesome that's like something that's worth like 30 bucks you man, know I, I'm worried man because I really really hope NECA doesn't cancel the Batman and Predator and Batman and Alien two packs based on the comic. Yeah, I'm I saw really um, I saw people asking about that on uh, Twitter and uh, Neca responded. Did they? Um, yeah. So what happened is the reason that it's been up in the air is that uh, Fox initially had like all the licensing for those, but since they've been bought out by Disney, now it's kind of like in licensing hell. So until Disney figures out how to manage the properties that they just bought oh, and you know man, who's man. going to be allowing licenses for what products um it's not that it's it's not necessarily like it's been canceled it's just that they've now have to deal with another licensing process oh, um than before bad, dude. dude i was looking so forward to those sets and now disney has to fuck something else up i mean i i don't know like i i feel like uh they've done a decent job with not stopping production of like Star Wars things as far as merchandise Who, and uh, Marvel. No, I'm saying Disney. Oh, put it out. Yeah. Like when they when they acquired rights for Star Wars and when they acquired rights for Marvel, they spit out more than was coming out. So I, I don't think that they have uh, they don't have a, a grudge against making more money. NECA's good shit, man. I love NECA, man. It's it's yeah, like they, NECA took the the title after McFarlane Toys like took a shit, you know, just fucking collapse because. <laughs> McFarlane Even though they're still to... making toys, Ugh. They used well, to I mean, make... like, you know, it's uh, what do you want? Okay, like, uh, <laughs> you know, what exactly you want? Okay, you're, you're talking shit over here, but I mean, what is it that you want? You know, <laughs> tell me what you want. I'll make it. But, you know, within reason. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, you want more Walking Dead figures that are like two inches yeah, tall? You want four inch Walking Dead figures? I mean, it doesn't fucking go to any scale, but whatever. You know, you can't fucking do dioramas. <laughs> you can't buy any vehicles for them. What fucking four inch figures gonna fit in a vehicle for a six inch scale? You know what I mean? Spawn movie coming soon. Not now. any articulation whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, the best was when I saw that picture going around uh, in the summer. Of him just hold, dude, fucking Todd McFarlane. He, it's like it was. He didn't. He didn't make like like uh, his campaign for getting the word out for the Spawn movie was to fucking write on a cardboard piece of cardboard that said Spawn movie announcement tomorrow. Yeah. And he just it was just a picture of him holding that sign that people were like floating around the internet. It was hilarious. But um, good shit, man. Did, on, did you uh, want to talk about real quick the uh, the the Black Panther stuff going on? Oh, absolutely not. When when Marvel starts giving us uh, free comics and free shit, then then we'll talk about their stuff. <laughs> well, and that's I not going to happen because they don't give their writers free comics. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Hey, Gotham dwellers, make sure to stop everything right now. And subscribe to Bat Force Radio. We can be found on iTunes and SoundCloud. Don't miss out. Guaranteed to satisfy all of your Batman and DC needs.